Join us at this year's Workday DevCon, our annual developer conference, happening June 3rd to 6th in Las Vegas. Can't join us in person? Be sure to register for the event virtually to watch live sessions and access on-demand content afterward. To register, go to workday.com slash devconpodcast. That's workday.com slash D-E-V-C-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We hope to see you there. Some events take the whole world by surprise. When that happens, companies know that they need to move quickly, but too often, they just can't build new functionality fast enough. That was not the case for Otis Elevator when they needed to quickly evacuate employees from the Ukraine. I'm Josh Christ, your Workday podcast host, and I'm excited to have Brandon Fahey, the Workday Extend functional lead at Otis Elevator, to talk about building business agility and doing the right thing all at once. Thanks for being on the show, Brandon. Thanks for having me. You bet. Can you tell me a little bit about your role? Yeah, so I'm the Workday Extend Functional Lead. So what that means is I'm responsible for updating and putting out Workday Extend applications, the whole life cycle of that, whatever we need to to get those applications out. I dabble in project management from time to time, you know, do a lot of uh, requirements gathering, a lot of functional things. Um, and some of the, some, some developing very, very little. And so can you talk a little bit more about this app, the, the kind of the backstory that you built to, uh, help Otis elevator employees evacuate and also eventually find lodging? Yeah. So the backstory is we were contacted by the HRBP for the region, you know, and they were tracking, you know, as the conflict broke out in Ukraine, um, a lot of uncertainty of, of what's going on. As things started to unfold, people, people needed to, to move, right? So what happened was they came to us and saying, hey, we were tracking this information through a spreadsheet, which is, is not the best way to do things. Yeah. You can lose a spreadsheet. It's not accessible everywhere. So they wanted to know if there was something in Workday that we could do to to do that. And what we did was kind of absorb that information. And, you know, we really wanted to be quick to help them because you kind of feel helpless in a situation like that. And so yeah. that's where the backstory of it really came in was, I think, alleviating their stress from having to do this and, and seeing if there's a way that we could make it easier on them um, right. to record information. Right. And then if you can tell me a little bit about the build process. The build process, um, once, once we had a meeting about it, you know, my first inclination was to create custom objects to do it. Um, you know, once I rolled this out within half an hour or so, they told me, nah, that's, we don't like that because we'd have to go to each individual employee. It would be hard to, to track that information. Right. So we decided to move it to extend still use the custom objects because model object components would take a week to get in, right? So you have yeah. your release window. We wouldn't be able to fully flesh that out in a short amount of time. So we took extend, put a nice face on it, put a uh, grid on it, and then we used those custom objects that we had so we can track information. Right. You know, we're just happy that we're able to help people. You know, that's 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 all we're, you know, even if we're able to to do one um, but what really this app did for us is like open 
the businesses trusting of us to build applications for them. So, you know, that was a great silver lining is now they're asking for a lot more um, because we were able to deliver quickly and to what they needed. Uh, they saw the power of being able to deliver Absolutely. brand new functionality within yep. such a short amount of time. Absolutely. That's great. That's yeah. great. And if I understand right, the app also connected people who needed to leave with with employees willing to put them up or how, how, did, yeah. how did that work? So that was kind of, you know, a, a second hand in enhancement later on in the week, basically, you know, asking people if once we got people relocated, were they willing to, or did they have any accommodations they would be willing to um, give out? So it was kind of hoping people would see it. So it, it really wasn't like um, rolled out. You know, we put an announcement up on the homepage, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was hoping that people would see it. And then if we did need, we'd be able to put them places. Right. Which, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, that's very cool. What was the uptake like? I mean, did, did most people find a place to stay? I, I mean, like, yeah. what, were the re what were the results? I really don't have like the metrics on it, but we did hear really great things about it. Right. But it's just one of those hard to, to track to what, what they were able to do. And I think it was later in the game. So they had a lot of the information already. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, you know, they wanted to input it all again. So there was a lot of things that, that worked while they were in motion. We know that it was received well. And, and that's all that we really, really cared about. And we were just like, all right. Right. It cool. worked. Yeah. You, you sp and how, how long did it take you to spin it up? Technically, it took us like four days to build everything. But then... You know, the HR business partner was actually, I believe she's in Dubai. It's like completely different time zones for us. So we had a lot of back and forth going overnight. So it took us about 10 days to roll it out completely into production. Right, right. And something that's really interesting about this app, I, you know, you're dealing with a lot of ambiguity. So you mentioned having to add on some functionality after rolling it out. I mean, what... You know, this is a challenge that a lot of companies have faced, needing new business capabilities and maybe not knowing 100% what that final product needs to look like. What have you learned from this process, just having gone through the pandemic and this? Like, how do you factor in, you know, let's get something out there that works, but we also know that because everything is so fluid, we might have to add or change functionality. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So one of my things that I like to do is I solution. I, I want to think of everything. And then I get really excited to do that, right? I excited to solution. But a lot of the time when you get excited to solution when you get there, you miss things, right? Hmm. So there's never there's never a time where we get all of the requirements. Oh, and right. when we dig into everything, right? So yeah. Not a psychologist. I, I really don't, you know, have the ability to get in there and get people to, you know, open up about about things. So you will find things that you missed, right? And right. here's the greatest thing. And our, you know, superiors and our executives really, really understand this is that there's going to be iterations. There's right. going to be a app life cycle. You're going to get something out right away. Right away, meaning you're going to get out a first version. Then you're going to have some updates that didn't work really well. Let's update this or something. Hey, can we do that? Or Workday uh, releases a new function and you get that out. Right. So ambiguity is, is good and it's bad because it leaves you in the dark a little bit, yeah. but also allows you to think. 
right? So there's, oh, hey, if they didn't really say this, maybe I could tweak with that. Maybe I could give them something they might not think about and that could actually work. Uh, yeah. So ambiguity can be a great thing, but it can also be really, really terrifying. It's almost though, like if I'm, if I'm catching what you're saying, it almost gives you license to be more creative or yes. try to think ahead maybe a little bit more, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. That's so cool. a lot of times people want to have a color by numbers. Yeah. They really want the color by numbers so you know where to go. But if you have that blank canvas right. and maybe you put it on the light box where you can draw it in, but you yeah. can make little changes to it and enhance it, that, that really helps too. So the ambiguity shouldn't be something that you should be afraid of. You should embrace it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's neat. And agility was also key during this time. I mean, what advice would you give to developers looking to build test and field apps more quickly? Yeah, j just try. I mean, remember when you try to ride, ride a bicycle for the first time, you kept falling? Yeah. Um, it's going to happen. Things aren't going to look pretty. Um, things aren't going to work. Things that you think are awesome, people are going to come back and be like, no, that's, that's not cool. Right. But that's all part of the process. You learn, um, you fix it, you try again, and people really need to foster uh, the ability to fail. So hmm. find an environment where you can fail enough to, to be successful. Hmm. And you know, what's funny, you, you mentioned earlier, you're not a psychologist, but I would imagine in your requirements gathering you kind of do have to ferret things out of people and kind of almost be a, a business psychologist, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. You know, most of the problems that you run into, people are having troubles for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to get them to, to bring everything to the forefront of what they want um, just because they might be, you know. They're living in it, right? Yeah, they're. It, yeah. Uh, timid uh, about mm. about it. You know, they don't know if you're going to be able to help solve all of it. Maybe it's something that is so mundane that they don't think about, but it's really important. Right. You know, it's one of those autopilot things. I think the the biggest thing that you can do is just be like that that friend, that that guiding principle with them and just help them through it. And once you start to mock things up, when you start to show them, you can get some more out of it. Right. But it's it's a process. Yeah. And actually, which which kind of leads me to my next question. I mean, how can developers be better prepared to address uncertainty in the long term? Just being flexible. Yeah, the, the greatest thing that you have is being flexible. Don't be rigid in, in what your design is. Your design kind of comes out of, you know, what the requirements are. Don't go in with a preconceived notion uh, how you want to do something because once you get into that mindset, it might be hard for you to pivot. Right. right. So you want to kind of be reactionary, um, have a design that you think might work, but just listen more than anything. For a lot of people, they want a solution. They want to fix the problem like I do. Right. And sometimes that hinders what I'm what I'm doing because I might miss something. What I think might not be important is actually the most important. And because I'm trying to drive them somewhere else, I miss that. So flexibility yeah. is is the greatest asset we have. And then what's next? I mean, how do you see the role of the developer evolving in the next few years? Yeah, so what Workday has really shown with Extend is the ability to, you know, come off of that rigid feature of Workday, right? So we, when we think of the constraints of Workday on a functional side, you know, you have a business process where you can create 
however you want it to go. But there's only certain things you can do, right? Right. And there's only certain things you can do within Workday. What Workday Extend allows you to do is to push those boundaries and allows you to create outside of the box. So the developer is really somebody who's going to be the pioneer of what what Workday is going to look like next. And like I've been talking to people while we're here at DevCon is how Workday imagines Workday Extend will go is probably not going to be the way it is because people are going to get a hold of this and just do a whole bunch of things with it that they never thought was possible. And in business cases that are like, well, that's really cool. I never even thought of that. Or how did we get here? So those kind of things. So they just need to, you know, be agile. I like the word agile or just being able to, to move um, and develop, but also bring some of those great practices, those best practices in and and do that well. Um, But the role of the developer I think it's going to be a hybrid role. While they can develop and build, they're also going to be there to, you know, collect business requirements, drive to those best practices. So there's a lot for them to do. And really understanding the business requirements, not just not just taking a list, but really yeah. getting deep in there. Yeah. So one of the things is, like, HR technology seems mundane to most people, right? It's like, hey, this is just something that we want to do. But we have to think about it. It empowers the people that we we serve to get to do the things that they need to do, right? Right. So if we can make it that much easier for somebody to get their paycheck or do whatever they need to do, um, I think it helps in little ways. So you always you always drive to that and you always think, if I'm helping a few people, that's that's awesome. And taking friction out of their day. Yeah. Right. So they can kind of focus on what's most important. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Brandon, thank you very much for joining me today. This is Josh Christ on the Workday Podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player. Thanks, Brandon. Join us at this year's Workday DevCon, our annual developer conference happening June 3rd to 6th in Las Vegas. Can't join us in person? Be sure to register for the event virtually to watch live sessions and access on-demand content afterward. To register, go to workday.com slash DevCon podcast. That's workday.com slash D-E-V-C-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We hope to see you there.